the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Get Up, Soldier, and Pull Security. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And tonight is Thursday, December 22nd of the year 2023. Not Thursday, Friday. There we go. I just got the date wrong. Friday. We're only two days away from Christmas Eve, and things are hopefully coming together for all the families. Time to get together. People are assembling. You're making stuff at home. You've already got your ham, your turkey, your roast beef, whatever you're doing. For those out there right now that are having a hard time, and this is this time of year, and I, I want you to hear this as part of Bars Nation. There's a lot of us out here that want to reach out to you and help pray for you, provide support for you, whatever you need. We have a community space, Bars Nation community. You can find that bar, at barsnation.com. Get on over there, and if you are needing prayer support, if there's other things that are going on in your life, let people know. This is what we're here for. I don't, this is a tough time for some people, and I understand. There's people that are alone this year, and there's people that have lost family members and are alone. And for many reasons, and this is there's challenges financially. There's a lot of things weighing on people, and this is a time that we need to come together as a body of Christ to support each other, to lift each other up, and to lift off some of those weights and burdens. And that's another part of these shows that they will be going on. Um, and we'll see tomorrow. I may do a pop-up show just on Saturday. I'm not planning on one now, but we'll see what happens. Definitely doing two on Sunday, and we'll have a show on a couple shows on uh, Monday. Well, actually three on Monday, the normal, and for Christmas. So that's part of just giving people some places to go to assemble, more than just the words that come out, but it's a place that we can be together as a family and in a virtual space. So we do have that community at barsnation.com, and I encourage you to be part of that, get over there and engage in that, and really let people know how you're doing. Share the, the good nature of what we're in this season for, because this is the season of life, but also reach out to one another, check on one another, and lift each other up. It's so important. And go beyond Bars Nation, obviously, but I mean, where we are right now is we're focused on this community here. Patriots, before we get going tonight, and we're going to dig into some interesting stuff tonight, I figured we're going to go to kind of the root of one of the biggest lies of our time. And um, to get there, we're going to have to go to a, a Reese report that was just put out that is going to be about a 10 or 11 minute piece to listen to. But before we get there, I just want you to be aware that we are really dealing in a crisis right now on a global level of food. And with that, there is a true effort right now to seize farmland, to seize the production lands of the world. They have what's called a 30-30 and a 50-50 agenda. The 30-30 agenda is where is based on getting 30% of the lands of the United States under government control by 2030. And they're moving quickly at it. They're taking away farmlands and they're doing a lot of this in the ranching lands by stealing and negating lifelong leases that families have had to boot them off the lands and to return them under the control of this green agenda. Make no mistake, this green agenda is an outside force of elites that are trying to steal away what we have in this nation. And every one of them deserves to get the gallows. I'm not going to kid about that. 
Now, it's also came to note today that the former Dukes of Hazard guy um, was is under Secret Service investigation for saying that Joe Biden should be charged with treason and be hung with a rope. So I will continue, and he's now under investigation by the Secret Service. So I'm going to just add to that layer and say that every Secret Service agent that is investigating him that's protecting Joe Biden needs to be put on a gallows and hung on a rope. So that's just an opinion, of course, but thing that I feel pretty strongly about since you all seem to, seem to keep covering up the crimes of every president out there and you see, keep allowing these dirtbags to participate. That it is, I think it's now that we hold the Secret Service accountable to the level of treason because that's what they have functioned as, as a treasonous organization to protect the criminals in power. Now, that moving on here, we also have an issue of food, like I said, and the food is the issue of, that we have to face, and that is a crisis that's coming. I really encourage you to check out what's going on over at preparewithbars.com. That's our website that carries the My Patriot Supply stuff. Look, here's the deal. People need to have a good food plan, and everybody needs to have a food plan. And part of that is to have an emergency food plan that has long shelf life and is mobile when you need it. That's what the, what's what My Patriot Supply does so well at. And they have on sale right now the four-week emergency food kit that is $60 off. And you can get, get that at preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Now, My Patriot Supply is the largest preparedness company in the United States. And they provide meals that are well-packaged, durable packaging, like I said, they will last up to 25 years. They have a four-week emergency food kit on sale right now. It's a great product, 2,000 calories per day, full meals, three meals a day. It's great. Get one for every member of your family. So head on over to preparewithbars.com, preparewithbars.com. If you order by 3 p.m., you're going to get free shipping on the same day, which is fantastic. So, again, check out preparewithbars.com for the four-week emergency food kit. It's really awesome. Okay. Here's what we've got. We have to start looking at how did we get to a place, and we're looking at the many aspects of this, of where a nation becomes so compliant to narratives. One of them, obviously, which is the, one of the significant ones, is the war that's been waged on family, in particular of World War II, coming out of World War II, where we lost hundreds of thousands of soldiers and pushed people into, the, into suburbia. We have the uh, Kinsey stuff and the Stanger stuff that now push in the destruction of the, 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 the pushing out of the perversion of sexual acts and the destruction of family in different angles, all of them approaching the same thing to ultimately root out the, the spiritual nature of who we are as a, as a family unit, tear it down, break it down, destroy it with birth control and the various forms of that, and then we get into the gender plurality and everything else and disaster we're in today. That is a huge part of what has been destroying America. But there's another piece, and it's a big one, and this is the one that's been the hard one for people to swallow. It's the one that says, no, wait a minute, this is conspiracy, don't go there but we're going to go there tonight, and that is the moon landing. This thing is fake. Let's be clear. We were, we were truly psyoped as a nation, and we were psyoped by the Nazis. Remember who ran the moon program? It was von Braun. He was part of Operation Paperclip that came over, and he was put in charge of the moon project with NASA, and they didn't have the technology to do what they said they were going to do. So, we're going to listen to a great report here by Greg Reese, and we're going to get this going and kick this off because once you start to understand the magnitude of what you do with the nation, when you get them to believe in the biggest lie of probably the, the history of man, and once they believe in that lie, everything is possible from that point forward. So here we go.
former head of Russia's space agency, says that the Apollo moon landings were fake. And in a recent video going around, Vladimir Putin is briefed that several moon landing images are considered to be fake by artificial intelligence. То есть почти все объекты на этом фото ей кажутся ненастоящими. В то же время вот фотография китайского лунохода у нее особенных вопросов не вызывает. There is a great deal of human intelligence who do not believe that the Apollo moon missions were authentic. And here are some of the reasons why. NASA was run by former Nazi Werner von Braun, who was beholden to the U.S. government for secretly importing him into the country via Project Paperclip, as were the dozens of other Nazis who joined him to work as rocket scientists, all of them with a good reason to keep a secret. And the overwhelming majority of astronauts were Freemasons and the sons of Freemasons. Freemasons swear on their lives to keep the secrets they are entrusted with. Why on earth would anyone trust NASA? If the moon landing was real, it would have been a miraculous achievement because NASA was failing at every level of the mission and did not believe they would be able to achieve their goal. In 1967, government inspector Thomas Barron testified before congressional investigators that the Apollo program was failing. Six days after his testimony, he was killed with his wife and child when a train crashed into his car. Astronaut Gus Grissom held an unauthorized press conference where he criticized the program and said it would take another 10 years to fly to the moon. Five days later, he was killed on the job. Gus Grissom's last words were, how are we going to get to the moon if we can't talk between two or three buildings? Moments later, the Apollo 1 command module caught fire, killing astronauts Grissom, White, and Chaffee. Several key members of the Apollo mission resigned just months before the mission. What NASA had been successful at was a massive marketing operation that put space travel into the zeitgeist of American pop culture. And they had spent billions creating multiple sound stages with realistic models of the moon to begin producing simulations of the moon landing. NASA had several problems to solve. Problems with communications, the rockets, and the lunar module. But one of their biggest obstacles was deadly radiation. In order to reach the moon, one has to pass through what is known as the Van Allen radiation belt. And NASA announced in 2014 that this was still a problem when they launched an unmanned spacecraft to try to solve it. Radiation like this could harm the guidance systems, onboard computers, or other electronics on Orion. Naturally, we have to pass through this danger zone twice, once up and once back. But Orion has protection. Shielding will be put to the test as the vehicle cuts through the waves of radiation. Sensors aboard will record radiation levels for scientists to study. We must solve these challenges before we send people through this region of space. 
Aside from the Apollo moon missions, no one has ever gone past the Van Allen radiation belt. The Apollo moon mission had no protection against the radiation, and astronauts don't even seem to know about it. Any ill effects from the Van Allen radiation belts? No. Now, I'm not sure we went far enough out to, to encounter the Van Allen radiation belt. Maybe we did. The belts are 1,000 miles to 25,000 miles above then, the Earth. We, then we went right out through them. According to NASA, we can go no higher than low Earth orbit. The plan that NASA has is to build a rocket called SLS, which is a heavy lift rocket. It's something that is, that is much bigger than what we have today, and it will be able to launch the Orion capsule with humans on board, as well as uh, landers or other uh, components to, via, to destinations beyond Earth orbit. Right now, we only can fly in Earth orbit. That's the farthest that we can go, and this new system that we're building is going to allow us to go beyond and hopefully take humans into the solar system to explore. So the moon, Mars, asteroids, there's a lot of destinations that we could go to. In the documentary film, a funny thing happened on the way to the moon. The three astronauts of Apollo 11 are seen in low Earth orbit, figuring out how to stage a fake image for the camera. This film was recorded when the Apollo 11 was said to be nearing lunar orbit and we can see and hear them manipulating the shot to make the Earth appear to be thousands of miles away, when in fact they have blacked out the inside of the craft and are blocking off the window facing the surface to make it look like the Earth at a distance. When we hear Houston radio approval for the shot, the astronauts do not respond until an unknown third party can be heard whispering, talk. Call Apollo 11, Houston, Goldstone says that the TV looks great, over. Okay, uh, the astronauts are told they are being pre-recorded and edited for a subsequent live broadcast. Buzz Aldrin explains how they shut out the sun to achieve the illusion of the one window being the Earth in the black of space. And with direction from Houston, they get it to look right for the camera. We then hear the portion meant for the public, with Neil Armstrong claiming to be 130,000 miles from Earth and describing a single camera pressed up against the window to achieve the shot. But in the unedited footage, we see objects passing between the camera and the window. We see a work light in the dark. And finally, when they are done with their hoax, the final few frames reveal the truth. Protecting humans in this radiation wasn't the only problem. The high-end Hasselblad camera had no protection against radiation, and there is no explanation as to how it was able to take photographs in negative 200-degree weather with a constant bombardment of cosmic radiation. And the pictures themselves are full of anomalies. According to the official story, the only external light source was the sun. But in all these photographs, there appears to be only artificial light, hot spots, and fall-off areas, when it should be as bright as a desert on Earth. And if the sun were the only light source, then all shadows would run parallel to each other. But in these photos, shadows either run perpendicular to each other, proving multiple light sources, or in others, the shadows are divergent, proving a single local light source. 
Shadows created by sunlight have a sharp edge. Shadows created by artificial light have fuzzy edges. Even the camera expert from Hasselblad agrees that these photos were shot using artificial light sources. Yes, it, it seems like he's standing in the spotlight. <laughs> and I can't explain that. Uh, that, that escapes me. <laughs> Why? The photographs all appear to have been taken on a professionally lit soundstage, which could have easily been part of their billion-dollar simulation project. And when you compare scenes from the Apollo moon landing footage with scenes from Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey, there is strong evidence that the exact same technology was used. In the late 60s, a state-of-the-art front projection system developed by Scotchlight allowed Kubrick to simulate expansive backgrounds by projecting them onto a large screen made with small glass beads. The giveaway for this cinematic trickery is that the foreground must always hide the bottom of the Scotchlight projection screen in the background. In order to do this, the bottom of each set needs to have a complete horizon line between the set in the foreground and the screen in the background. And we can see this signature in all the Apollo images. We can also see light refraction off the glass beads in the Scotchlight screen. The lunar module appears to be cheaply constructed with tinfoil and scotch tape. And the 10,000 pound thrust rocket on this flimsy craft didn't even leave a mark in the ground beneath it. There is no moisture or discernible atmosphere on the moon, and yet we can see mud and dust being flung into the air. In an original recording between Houston and astronauts on the moon, a reply is heard instantly, which would not be possible from that distance. Roger, Jim, copy. And are you progressing towards Dune Crater now? Yep. The same recording was then edited for a public broadcast, and four seconds were added. Roger, Jim, copy. And are you progressing towards Dune Crater now? Yep. And when they supposedly left, there was no visible flame on the lunar module, even though hypergolic fuel visibly burns in a vacuum. And we never hear the 140 decibel rocket engine which the astronauts are sitting on top of. 40 feet down, two and a half, picking up some dust. Four forward, four forward, drifting to the right a little. Good. Okay. During takeoff, when it would have been burning at its loudest, an astronaut plays a musical recording, accentuating how quiet it is inside the craft. 99 Pro. Good lift off. Automatic. An official moon rock given to Holland by Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin was tested and found to be petrified wood from Earth. The lunar module designs have been thrown away, videotapes are missing, and all of the telemetry data, which could be used as evidence of the moon mission, is also somehow missing. We, we've been unable to, to, to track it down. I mean, we don't know uh, where this, this telemetry data ended up 
and we don't know the, what, what path it may have taken. So <laughs> unfortunately, I'm afraid I can't really give you much of a clue as to, as to where this data ended up. Greg Reese reporting. Oh yeah, there you go. So we, let's just start with that right there. <laughs> like we're going to start with something small. That's like, there you go. That's, that's your whole Christmas conversation, by the way. Merry Christmas. Just wanted to give you something to talk about other than politics. Let's talk about the moon landing being fake. That's a great way. That's a great opener, too, by the way. Hey, um, can someone please pass the turkey? And, um, oh, I'd love some of that ham. By the way, we didn't go to the moon. It was fake. Stanley Rubrick, Kubrick was part of it. And I'd like some sweet potatoes. There you're good, man. And it's going to be the perfect icebreaker for every one of you out here. Look, here's the deal. When you pass that big of a lie on the public and they go along with it, and people, and look, I was, I grew up in it. I remember the day that they landed. I mean, I, I used to have a book that my dad got me from the Shell gas station. And it was a, you get so many points, and then they gave you the moon landing book. I had it for years. I still look at it. And as a kid, you dream about it. Once they passed that lie off on the American public and we bought it, anything was possible. Because they used television, tell a vision, television, to get it to the people. And What's important about that is to understand the massive level of brainwashing going on. Now, remember the, the psychosis that's going on here. We're dealing with trauma programming. So what happens in 1962? John F. Kennedy gets assassinated. It's, the country goes into a state of absolute trauma. They've got a president that was killed on TV. And, of course, that's all explained away by, a, by some sort of rusty bolt-action rifle in, a, in the third story on the— third or fifth story in the library building, some dude that can shoot twice and somehow get a bullet to go forward and hit Kennedy in the front of the head, knock him back, take away the footage on the grassy knoll, and then somehow he this our our assassin gets assassinated by a guy that has terminal cancer. I mean, there, there's your picture, right? And people are in so much trauma as a nation. It's, it's like Kennedy represents this hope and the hope of a nation. And in that trauma, that's in the vacuum of trauma is when you have the greatest opportunity to reprogram people's minds. And this is what they did. They rolled out as they went through a coup. And now remember, Kennedy represents a significant coup of the United States when we were literally taken over officially by the deep state. And that they did so. They'd been building up to this. And so the many levels of this coup, Titanic, the sinking of the Titanic is one where the people that were opposing the Federal Reserve were removed. 1920s is another, because we go into the public school system, the, the Rockefellers' reuse or remaking of the education system, and then all of the history start to get rewritten. All the technologies that were common in the 20s get buried. And then we move into the petroleum era, where we all now are going to be dependent upon all the petroleum giants. We get into the 50s, and we're moving from farm into processed food, 60s is the destruction of the family and the destruction of the American dream by killing off the president and then systematically going through every great mind like Martin Luther King, John, uh, Robert Kennedy, and, the, and many others, and assassinating them. So John F. Kennedy, Robert Kennedy, Martin Luther King, the people that had a vision of America and truly were anchored in many ways in a, in a vision of America built around faith in God, they're, they're removed. We introduced rock and roll and drugs culture in the 60s and the sex revolution. And now we've got to give somebody, some people something bigger to believe in, that we can do anything. And they bind program everybody into this moon farce. 
And with that, then there is the, and what's that tie into? The building of the military industrial complex. Because as that's moving along and as people are being distracted by the moon, they are pouring money into Vietnam. And it's not to do anything. There's no threat in Vietnam. That's the building and the fortifying of the military industrial complex, with which Eisenhower warned us about pre-Kennedy of what was coming. He warned us it was coming. And it happened. And the military industrial complex then built its roots and its anchors up in the beltway and around D.C. and around this country. And, of course, it's all the secret projects that they were doing, all this money now that the public was willing to pour in because they've seen this technology. We can go to the moon. It's all for naught. All of this was being done with, to build super technologies with, the, with taxpayer dollars that they would use for themselves. And probably we're going to discover with this, and it's not going to surprise me at all, that within all of this, we already can kind of see it. There is such a thing as a breakaway society. And it's how they are living on the periphery of us, of us. And that doesn't mean off planet. It just means that like there is a breakaway society around us. They, they're coveting these technologies. And they're con- they we're building the technologies to control the world. Weather warfare, that was being built. We had war- weather, weather modification was existing in the 1950s. Then moon landing gave them the ability to get people to the fake moon landing, get people to pour in money into dark black projects. And people don't even question. We're just like, it's for the defense of the United States. Oh, good. How much more? Well, in order for us to defend the United States, we have to have another $500 billion, But you can't know where it goes because this is secret stuff. We're, we're funding them is what we're doing. We're funding them. And so this is this constant chaos, and you can see it now in, the, in reflection of just how brilliant it was because the moon landing gave people this false hope. And it also was systematic in helping destroy the power of the church. Very important to understand that. Because as people started to look up and say, we can go to the moon, we can get off of earth, we can do these things, they start to see this as in this, and it's the seeding of the idea that we are as great as God's. And the power and belief of all of this gets us to a place where there's the willing stepping away from our faith, from the roots to build this nation, from the belief in God. And as the entire system is just being gutted around us, they throw you these things to believe in that we'll never be participant in, but they're the dreams and distractions that go up that literally throw our thoughts into greater places and allow kids and people to dream and to invest their, their thoughts into great things so that we can build new technologies and new ideas and innovate new things that they will then license, they will then own, they will then take, and America is taken over. <laughs> this is the moon landing. And then where does that lead us? It leads us to the, the constant issues of lies that are ongoing. We're not quite ready for that one yet. And this leads us to the constant issues of lies of where we're going. And the ability to lead on to one of the greatest crimes against humanity. All of this is padded and prepped for what? What is the greatest crime against humanity? The COVID con, where they literally now have moved everybody to a place where the family's broken down, the economy is, people are the victim of the economy, people have moved into the, the, the nipple of corporatocracies, dependent on corporate welfare systems, government welfare systems. The small businessman has been destroyed for the most, most part, which was the foundation of America. Faith has been destroyed. Churches has been, been, been bought off, and they buy into the 501c3 sellout model for profit. People have walked away from faith. We have a nation now that's wandering in the desert and enter in the greatest con of all times, COVID con. And what happens in COVID con? 
people turn to the government and the government says, we are here to help. Exactly what they need you to do. And what's the, we're here to help. We're here to give you an injection to kill you all. Take a listen to this piece. And it's a Greg Reese piece again. I want you to hear it. This is a short one, about three and a half minutes on the truth behind. This gives you a glimpse into the depth of the horrors of COVID-Con and what's going on in the investigations in Italy. Former Italian health minister Roberto Speranza is under investigation for homicide after emails reveal that from the very start of the vaccinations, he knew the shots were killing people and gave orders to local health authorities to conceal deaths and serious side effects in order to reassure Italian citizens of their safety and to not jeopardize the vaccination campaign. This story has been reported on both German and Italian news networks. I will now provide an English translation. The Rome Public Prosecutor's Office is investigating Roberto Speranza, the Italian government's health minister, during the time of COVID measures. He was responsible for the vaccination campaign. The investigations are the result of complaints related to the so-called AIFA emails from the Italian Medicines Agency. The former director of AIFA, Nicola Magrini, is also under investigation. The publication of these internal emails revealed that they had been aware of the dangers of the COVID vaccination from the start. The accusation is that the responsible minister and the head of the drug authority knowingly and deliberately exposed the unsuspecting Italian population to this risk. Yes, they encouraged Italians to get vaccinated. Vaccination was even made mandatory for certain professional groups. Consequently, many side effects, including fatal ones, came to light. The investigations are for murder, serious bodily harm, and more, because Speranza and Magrini evidently gave instructions to the local health authorities to conceal the deaths and serious side effects that occurred immediately after the vaccinations began, in order not to jeopardize the vaccination campaign and to reassure the citizens about their safety. The responsible minister and the head of AIFA are now expected to answer for these actions. According to the complaints from the police unions and the financial police, as well as from the private organization, Listen to Me, which represents 4,200 people damaged by vaccines. In Italy, police officers and teachers were subjected to mandatory COVID vaccination. Here is the former health minister, Roberto Speranza, proudly announcing vaccination statistics in Italy. We have now reached a massively significant percentage of vaccinated people in Italy, 89.41%. Therefore, currently in Italy, just over 10% of the population remains unvaccinated. Well, today, Roberto Speranza is under investigation for lies he allegedly told about vaccines. Among the crimes he is accused of are ideological falsehood and murder. Look, this is the document we are showing you tonight exclusively. It states the former minister Roberto Speranza, along with Nicola Magrini, the former general manager of AIFA, are both registered in the investigative records of the Rome Prosecutor's Office. Last week, the House of Representatives of the Philippines passed a resolution to investigate over 260,000 unexplained excess deaths in 2021 and 67,000 unexplained excess deaths in 2022. The next day, 
They were hit by a 7.6 magnitude earthquake. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Isn't that something? Just like that. Just like the astronaut that said that they couldn't speak between three buildings, his capsule burned. And just like that, you investigate 260,000 unexplained deaths and you get an earthquake. There's your line now. Follow it. We start with the influx of Nazis to Operation Paperclip. This is the whole flood. This takes us back to World War II. We go into a CIA that was hijacked and taken over and, and probably established by Masons, by the Jesuits, and by the whole organizations uh, that went around the secret societies that fed in through the intel other intelligence agencies of the world. The CIA then takes over operations from OSS. OSS is actually divided, Operation of Strategic Services. There's two parts of that. OSS on one line goes through what we know as special forces today. The other line of OSS becomes what we know as the CIA. What's the difference? The military doesn't have control over the CIA. It's a military, it's a civilian organization with a different, different line of of recruitment. And what's the number one group of people they hire even today? The Mormons. Truth. So we move through this. The CIA now has its own power and its own authority. It's run by who? Nazis. Nazis have been infiltrated this and been established to this using all of their dark techniques that, quote, we need to preserve for national security, which includes things like MKUltra. So as we move through this, we start to see that the whole origin of this from, from Operation Paperclip takes on the many aspects now of destroying America. One major line of attack is to destroy the family, which we've talked about and will continue to talk about extensively as it takes it right down to the bedroom, including all the sexual practices that people commonly use now that are part of satanic cult ritual abuse and their satanic power building that they've brought right into people's bedroom, which put, puts people as a conduit into this whole darkness of this country. But we have this other piece, which is how to sell a lie, how to get people conditioned to excel, accept the lies and be prepared to self-destruct. Easy. We take them to the moon. And with that, the, the, we, every time they need money, every time that they need big projects, we simply point to the moon and people are willing to see big budgets passed. And these big budgets drop into dark projects, black money projects that we don't have any, any control over. You don't see NASA's budget. You don't see what goes down in the bowels of NASA and many others. And all of it is a ruse. This is Disney. Out of this comes out of Disney because Von Braun and Disney team up early on to start talking about the moon and painting the picture. And then what's the binder between all of this? What is the thing that binds all of it together? Children. Because the ritual abuse and the trafficking of children is the commodity of power for the elites and the ritual part of giving them power over us. All of that. And we want to believe in the moon. The moon has been the biggest mind trap we have ever faced. And it is the biggest one that has set the stage for people to literally believe that when they tell you something like, it's a world pandemic, people will go, oh my gosh, we can solve this. And you've heard the metaphors. If we've gone to the moon, we can overcome this with the technology we have. They have benchmarked that accomplishment to make people believe that man can do anything. And in the meantime, what, what, quote, man is doing is man is building more weapon systems to kill off the children of God. This isn't, this isn't a complicated model to understand. What is hard is for people to accept the truth. And what is hard is to step back from the mind program that we went through as a nation and to be humble enough to say, yeah, we got, we got psyoped. And not take it personally. Whether that's 
the way you run in your family, whether it's the number of kids you have, whether it's whether you've been involved in sex, drugs, all this culture, you were psyoped. And psyoped by some pretty masterful people that knew what they were doing. We were a young, innocent nation. And they knew it. But we had something that they had to take. We had a nation that was blessed by God. We had a nation that had the potential of being greater than anything they'd ever seen because the power was given to the people. And that power was given to the people by God. It wasn't given by governments. And they saw the threat of that. They saw the innovation threat of that. They saw the ability for people to create endlessly, to create a new era of greatness with unlimited hope, unlimited potential. An era of building wealth beyond wealth that would strip away the, the, any of the ideas of wealth accumulation by the elites. And they looked at that and they said, we have to control it. We have to control them because they're out of control. They're going to be God's children and they're going to understand who we are and they're going to take over the world and take it from us. And that's exactly what they have done. And so they did the things that they knew and people needed, but they did it so systematically. Like I said, you have to have trauma when you have positivity for programming. You have to have it. And what's the trauma events? One of the biggest ones, the killing and assassination of John F. Kennedy. And once they accomplish that, and for those of you out here that are going to tell me that John F. Kennedy's alive, then I'm just going to tell you this. Either way, the public believed he was dead. I could care less. John F. Kennedy got his head blown off from two different angles. And the country was so stunned, they didn't ask the right questions. They weren't prepared to dig in deep. There was no reason to question the mainstream media that would be a bunch of hand puppet liars, which they were. They were owned by the CIA then. The whole thing was orchestrated. It was, a, it was a show. And they used the media organizations to create the stages just like they did with this event. And everything was a show. And everything was staged. And everything was done in such a way as to convince the public that more and more that you must watch TV to learn more of the truth. And they did. They poured it in. And as people poured in, consider the viewership alone on TV at the moon landing and what that did for programming, what they were able to do to push in programming. Somebody in chat earlier mentioned Tang. That's one of the great ones. I was looking it up in the middle of this. Tang. They brought in Tang instant breakfast drink. And you have to ask, like, what was so big about Tang? Like everything else, Tang was artificial food. And what was Tang? 94% of Tang was sugar. 94% of Tang was sugar. Sugar is more addictive than any, almost any drug known. And so they were able to mainstream a sugar drink and to put it right at the breakfast table for every child to grow up on, which now leads to cavities, which now gives you your idea of needing fluoride. There you go. There's your spin, right? We need more fluoride in the water because you're getting cavities. So we can, we can get your penile gland all calcified. And we can dumb down the public. And we can invoke cancers. And we'll tr- cure them with other things. And we can, and we can bring about obesity, and we can bring about all these other illnesses and darknesses. And once we get sugar mainstreamed into the diet, oh my gosh. See, it's never been that complicated. So we have to get smarter. We have to get more intense about how we deal with these people. Because these people literally are a problem. And they're not stopping at all. So Take a listen to this. This will lift you up a little bit. If you're ever feeling useless, just remember it took the U.S. four presidents, trillions of dollars, 
thousands of lives and 20 years to replace the Taliban with the Taliban. <laughs> I have no words on that one. That's an absolute truth right there. We went through all of that to replace the Taliban with the Taliban. And that is exactly the source of idiots that are running this country and this world. And they're telling you that there's a problem, that, you, that we are the problem. They're the ones telling us the greenhouse gases are a problem because it's caused by farts of cows and you can't eat beef. I'll tell you, unbelievable where we are right now. So take some, take some levity in realizing that we literally are being run by a school, a school and class and cult of retards. We are. Unfortunately, we have been, we, they have allowed themselves or we have allowed them to breed many more retarded people in this nation which we'll pray for them, and we'll pray that they'll get some intelligence back. But we are truly dealing with pure evil. And evil that has been systematically going after this country since World War II in, a, in an, an organized attack, and it all origins back to the Nazis and Operation Paperclip. Flooding our nation with the most vile and evil people that were of the darkest cults that truly worship Satan himself to bring them in and mainstream them into our government and our corporate boardrooms. And to use all the powers and, and deceit that they had within their soul to turn and vector industry and government down against the people to ultimately take this country down the pits of hell that we're currently walking in. So the real question is, what are we going to do about it? And it's the same thing that I say every time. We cannot win this war in flesh, but we can win this war together in prayer. And that's how we begin this fight. And the biggest thing, it's a great question asked to me today. What happens if someone comes knocking at your door? It's not like whether someone comes knocking at your door. It's whether your community is going to stand with you. We have to build community. We have to build the strength of community to stand up and stand up with one another. Because once we understand the vileness of this evil that we're facing, the nature of this evil and what it's willing to do, the lies that it's willing to perpetrate, the killing that it's willing to do in the name of their programs and for their joy and their harvest of souls, once you understand that we're dealing with people that are predatorial in nature, that are taking advantage of good-hearted children of God, then the fires of righteousness burn, and we have to awaken, and we have to remove these people, every one of them, down to the very seed of their existence. Their entire gene pools have to be erased from this earth. There's no room for them at all. And this is Jericho on steroids, and it has to happen. So, Patriots, you've got your opening conversation for Christmas dinner. The moon landing was fake. And take it from there. Let's pray. Father God, I just want to thank you this evening for a time to come together, to pray, to assemble, to worship, to put our hearts truly into a place of truth and to walk that place of truth and strength. And Father, right now, as we begin to step into a greater level of understanding, we begin to see more clearly the path before and the path ahead. For what was now clouded is becoming clear, and what was in the darkness is now being brought to light. So may that be brought to light more and more for people to truly see and be aware of how deep this deceit was, how powerful they, they were able to, the power they were able to create by us complying and using our free will. So, Father, we stand in the gap now. We rebuke all of this evil. We sever the chains that tie and the bonds that are made within us. We break the soul ties that are holding us to these ideas and images that are pure lies. We speak life into people. 
We speak life into our and strength into the ties and, and bonds and things that we ha- hold with you and covet in our relationship with you. And we pray life back into the church to restore the church into the true voice of Jesus into this land. And above all, Father, for those that are perpetrating this evil, we bind them, then we gag them, we throw them at the feet of Jesus for judgment. And we raise up the mighty children of God in this evening to stand in the gap, to speak truth, to speak loud and bold, and to awaken the many now in this critical hour to realize that what's ahead of us is massive opportunity. But to get there, we have to let go of the lies that we were shaped by. Bless us and guide us in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, patriots, you're not going to the moon, hate to tell you. At least not yet. We'll see. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you this evening for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless. Merry Christmas and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, This country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.